Good morning. It is Friday, July 30th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. My friends, I know a lot of you listen in on this podcast, and I hope it's edifying to you and helpful for you in your own spiritual journey with the Lord. But we are part of a larger ministry. Commuter Devotional is a part of Commuter Ministries. This is a change we made, wow, almost like a year, I guess like half a year ago. And we decided to build this into a larger ministry, a sort of Christian media ministry, I guess, where we just give podcasts away in order to help grow the church. Listen, we're in the car. We're commuting all the time. And that time, most of the time, is used to do something besides grow in our sanctification, right? We listen to other podcasts, we listen to music, we let our minds wander, and so this ministry helps to just redeem some of that time. So Commuter Ministries exist to just meet you there, to help take some of that time on our commute, to be redeemed, and just think through the gospel life. What does it mean to let the Bible and God's Word seep into every single avenue of our lives? The Commuter Devotional, of course, is a Monday through Friday devotional. We read a little bit of scripture, we pray, and we go about our day. Imperfect Family is a longer form podcast, about 20 to 25 minutes, talking about marriage and parenting. And then we just recently launched Irresistible Grace, which is the same thing, about 30 minutes, of three women talking through what the Christian life might look like from a feminine perspective. If you haven't checked out any of our other podcasts, take a look, and hopefully they can be a blessing to you. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is James chapter 5, verses 9, 10, and 11. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job. And you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, as we close our week now, and we are starting to wrap up James here so quickly, Lord, we thank you for this passage. We thank you that these words from James are true. And as we just go now to think about them and interpret them and observe them, Lord, we ask for your help to think through it well. Lord, this is your word. Far be it from us to ever think about it without your help. So please be with us. Amen. If you guys remember, yesterday's devotion was about just being patient on the Lord, waiting for him and his timing. And James rolls right into our passage today, taking the same concept and now just applying it to the Christian life. Impatient people are ones who grumble against one another. We want others to do our bidding. We want others to do things the way we want them to be done on our own timing, especially when it's hurting us. This first generation set of Christians faced a lot of suffering, and James addresses it in our passage. He compares their suffering to the suffering of the prophets of old in the Old Testament. And he says, look at how they suffered. These prophets, whom nobody wanted to listen to, who were thrown out of the cities, who were disregarded by most of the Israelites, endured in their mission. Jeremiah was told by God when he started his ministry that no one was going to listen to him. And despite that, Jeremiah is the longest book of the Bible. 
Jeremiah continued in his ministry until the very end, being steadfast, waiting on the Lord. James uses another example, the person of Job. If you don't know the story of Job, it's an intense one. But the story of Job is one of him waiting, being at the mercy of God, humbling himself until there was nothing left except the Lord himself, even to the point of uttering the words, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. My friends, as we go today, won't we consider this passage for ourselves? We might be impatient, and that can look so many different ways. Hopefully yesterday, as we meditated, it just brought about all the different areas of our lives where we're so impatient. A lot of times we make plans for the future because we're so impatient. We grumble against one another because we're so impatient. And yet James spins that to say, look at friends, look at this. Look at the prophets, look at Job. Look at the steadfastness and the blessing that came because they just waited on the Lord and were patient through suffering. And then James writes this last sentence of our passage that says, You have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. My friends, in our grumbling, in our plan-making, in our impatience, the Lord is compassionate and merciful. We must believe this about our God. As we go into our weekend and we start preparing our hearts for the Lord's day, won't we confess this as truth? It's a lot easier to be patient when we really believe the Lord is compassionate. It's a lot easier to be patient when we really believe that the Lord is merciful. Let me close us in prayer today. Father, as we go now into our weekend, we're so thankful for these words in James. It seems like a relief to us because it is a relief. Lord, it's hard to wait. It's hard to trust. It's hard to be patient on you and the things you have for our lives. Lord, we're wired to build our own kingdom, to rely on our own strength and our goals and our plans. But Lord, how foolish of us, because all the while we're doing that, we're living in unbelief, not believing that you are truly compassionate and merciful towards us, that in all your plans and in all your ways, and in your grand vision for the scope of eternity, what shines forth is your compassion and mercy. Lord, you are so compassionate and merciful to us that while we were still sinners, you died for us, giving your Son, giving your life, so that we might have union with our great God. Forgive us that we do not always confess that and believe that, Lord. And as we go into our weekend, Lord, we ask you to be present and keep this on the front of our minds so that when the Lord's day comes, we're ready to feast at your table. We pray these things in your son's name. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, He did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. 
By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but now return to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.